welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with the coach, Mac Atram. And I want to say this, you are in for a treat right now because we have a very, very special guest. Uh, this special guest by the name of Nikki Ballou. Now, Nikki is the number one international best-selling author of the book Finish Line Thinking, how to think and win like a champion. You know, there are different types of people that you may come across. People who just make excuses, they have all the stories, they can tell you the reasons why they can't do something. And then there are the champion thinking who will find a way. Yeah, things are not going to be smooth. They know it's going to be a lot of obstacles, but they find a way. Not only is he the author, best-selling author of this, but also, also he is he has the number one podcast in the world on thought leadership. Now, most of you listening in right now, and I know some of you are consultants, you are coaches. How would you like to be the thought leader in your industry? He's the expert. He's interviewed people like Barbara Cochran from the Shark Tank, George Ross from The Apprentice. We've interviewed John Maxwell, Mary Folio, and many, many more. Welcome to the Business Success Show, Nikki. Welcome. Back, man. Thanks for having me here, brother. I'm super pumped to be here. Likewise, I'm super pumped to be speaking with you. Now, tell me something. You know, you haven't had an easy ride uh, from for many years. You know, you came, you know, you. one of the things I, I read about you is that you're a Christian who came from a Middle East, uh, so you migrated um, from a Middle East family, um, and you talk a lot about freedom. Now, tell us, what does freedom mean to you then, from the background that you've had? What a fantastic question. So, yes, I am a, a Christian from the Middle East. I'm actually originally from Iran. And when I was a young boy, the Islamic Revolution was happening in Iran. And my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall. And he decided that this was not going to be a great place for him to raise his family. So he bundled us up and he got us out of Iran and eventually settled in Canada. And I'll tell you, every single day, I thank God and mm. I, I thank my father for having done this. He changed the trajectory of my whole life and that of my entire family and bloodline. And wow. if you look at what's happening in Iran, I don't know how much attention you pay to the news, Mac, but a young woman named Maxa Amini was beaten to death for the crime, and I'm obviously being facetious, of walking out in public with her hair showing. They beat her to death, the authorities, to death, okay? And there have been massive protests erupting around Iran and around the world of Iranian women basically saying enough is enough, we wanna be free. The security forces have cracked down heavily on the protesters. 
There have been 75 other deaths in Iran since this has happened. This includes protesters, but it also includes some members of the security forces that have been killed by the protesters as well. And, you know, people over here in the West, it's very fashionable these days among certain circles of people who've never known anything but freedom and plenty. Right. Right. Oh my God, the West, such an oppressive place, so racist, so sexist, it's so terrible to live here. You guys are all horrible. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Those women in Iran, they're experiencing true oppression. Absolutely. The people there who are Christians, they're experiencing true oppression. Myself, when I was 11 years old, someone threw a Molotov cocktail through our living room window in Iran. There was a note attached to it that said, die, Christian scum. My late father saw the Molotov cocktail, landed next to my foot, grabbed it, pulled out the burning wick, stomped out the fire, poured out the gasoline in there. If that had not happened, I would not be here speaking to you, my friend. We wow. all need to understand and appreciate that we live in a free world in the West. We live in a society that maybe isn't perfect, but is doing its darndest to become better and correct its mistakes. And we all need to appreciate freedom. And I believe that those people that falsely accuse people here, good people of things like oppression, sexism, racism, and do it to, they do it to silence voices, to silence dissent. And we all should say that is not cool you are not allowed to falsely call someone something they're not because That's you don't right. like the fact that they're disagreeing with you on another issue so you're trying to silence them because good people don't want to be accused of being such a horrible evil malignant thing so we here in the west need to understand that we need to stand up for freedom and yeah. i'm very grateful to be my father was also though mac an entrepreneur and he uplifted people dad would like if you needed a job, Mac, and he had a job for you, he'd uh -huh. give you a job. If he didn't have a job for you, he'd go call people and pester them until someone gave you a job. My if you God. were trying to start a business, he would set you up in business. Even if you wanted to compete in his industry, he didn't care. He'd set you up. If you worked for him and you were looking to buy a house, an apartment, or a car, and you didn't have enough money, dad would help you get it. And you might be listening to this going, what? Who does that, man? Well, that guy uh -huh. sounds incredible. Well, yeah. My dad did that. And you might go, why? Well, first of all, he was a Christian and he believed he'd been blessed by God Almighty. And he must, as a Christian, share those blessings. Secondly, though, he did it because he could. He had the financial wherewithal as a successful entrepreneur right. to be helpful to other people. So I wanted to be like dad, man. I wanted to help other people. I wanted to make sure that other people were successful. Dad imbued that in me. My business is all about helping good people succeed. And there's a lot of good people out there, Mac. They're, they're really amazing. They have good hearts. Absolutely. They're afraid to maybe show their hearts to people. And they're afraid that they don't want to push too much. They don't want to come across as pushy, as salesy, like they reek of commission breath. They don't want any of that. <laughs> so they don't go after business. Good go after Mac. And because they don't go after that business, brother, they don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And that person that needed their help doesn't get their help. And then some charlatan marketer who has no compunctions about taking money and not delivering does that. And the sum total of good. Really? So, so it's a good point. You just mentioned there, right? You said there are good people doing good things, but because they do not want to put themselves out there and they don't want to be seen, their service is not purchased and people go to the, you call it the charlatan marketer. Marketer. Right. What is a charlatan marketer? I mean, I know what charlatan means, but I can see the contrast. I want to hear from you. What is a charlatan marketer? 
because that this good-hearted person did not step up and actually start promoting their services people are going to this other type of person well that's a great question so a charlatan marketer is an individual who basically has intentions of not necessarily caring whether you succeed or not their intention is and if you if you succeed it's a happy accident it's not because they actually cared and imbued themselves with caring right. to make sure that you win and, right. or it could be somebody who sincerely believes that they have something good they really don't they don't have the experience it's like a 26 year old coming to tell you i'm going to show you how to get over your divorce individual right and the truth of the matter is i saw this happening to people and i realized hmm. these people needed to reframe how they looked at things because to yeah. me selling is not this horrible evil thing to me selling is an act of deep caring and deep love it's yeah. an act of service so i thought let's reframe it from selling to serving i love everybody that wants to be sold mac i love that everybody wants to be served by a good caring person and you that's know what we teach people to do to come from their heart mac to come from the soul within and and let people see that you care you've got to let people know that your belief and desire to be of service and to help is first and foremost what you stand for fantastic we are not here to sell we're here to serve and from changing reframing that mindset i'm selling this person to i'm serving them it makes the whole selling process easier so i love that listen one of the reasons we wanted to speak with you is this you've interviewed so many influencers so many thought leaders so many business experts how does one become a thought leader in their industry what a great question so um, matt church is a an australian man who created the thought leaders movement in australia he created thought leaders global and the thought leaders business school program here's how he puts it he draws a distinction between an expert and a thought leader he said an expert is someone who knows something experts are a dime a dozen there's lots of people who know things right but a thought leader a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something thought leaders are rare and valuable when you're a thought leader the marketplace actually values your expertise and how you become a thought leader is you stop trying to sound like everybody else you stop having this what i call mayo message another mentor of mine taught me this mark von muser like it's just this this message that like if someone asks you what you do oh i'm a life coach i help people <laughs> overcome their problems oh, mm. that's great and precisely who is going to pay you money exactly. nobody yeah or um yeah i'm a transformational transcendence coach i help oh. people transcend and overwhelm okay Okay. That's not a real thing, right? That's mm -hmm. not a real yeah. issue. But a thought leader thinks deeply about people. Business, my friend, is not about numbers. Yeah. Business is about people. All you do in business to become successful is you solve a acute problem that a person has for a profit. That's all business yeah. is. Yeah. It's about solving acute problems. So if you want to be a thought leader, you need to care deeply about people. Mm. You need to care deeply about a particular type of person with a very particular type of acute problem. As an example, 
There was a client that I worked with. He was a fitness trainer. This young fellow, he wanted to be successful. He wanted to help people. I asked him, what do you do? Well, I help people train. I go, okay, what problem do you solve? Well, I, I help people work out. That's, I go, that's not a problem, buddy. That's like a way you solve a problem, baby. Yeah. And he said, okay, okay. I said, we need to narrow that focus down. So he goes, okay, okay. I'm going to help people lose weight. Yeah, yeah, lose weight. That's a problem, right? Like, yeah, that's a problem. You're right. I said, who do you want to work with? Um, mm-hmm. Well, my dad's a doctor. Let me work with doctors. Now, keep in mind, this guy didn't have a pot to piss in. His dad mm-hmm. was paying his rent because he had seven clients that he'd ever had. Oh, wow. Right? He was making okay. $1,500 a month in the city of Toronto in Canada, man. If you know what things cost over here, you know that's not a living wage, right? That's right. $1,500 a month. So, buddy goes, I'm going to go to the marketplace and say, doctors, yeah, my dad's a doctor. Doctors make money. Well, that's not a good message for doctors. My dad's a doctor and you doctors make money. Come work uh, with uh, us. Uh. <laughs> so then he goes, okay, okay. Didn't work out. I'll narrow it further. Nikki, Nikki, I'll work with cardiologists. I'll work with cardiologists. They're, they're even more rich than doctors. They have more money. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, too, was a shitty message. My God. Uh. Yeah, you have more money than doctors. Didn't really work out for him. Then he started working with this African-Cuban gentleman named Papito Wilson. Mr. Wilson was a um, Paralympic athlete. His leg had been lost in an accident when he was a child. Okay, So he loved working with Wilson. He loved working with Wilson. And Papito and, and, and my client, they became fast friends. He helped this guy get stronger and fitter and go out there and compete in the the games and and I got the sense that he was loving working with with mm. this this man and with people with missing limbs and he said to me Nikki I'm loving working with this man and with people with missing limbs and you know I thought to myself maybe he could actually turn this into a good message you know and he said Nikki maybe I can turn this into a good message and so he went out there and he said hey if you have a missing limb I'm going to train you you're going to work out you're going to get strong you're going to get you're going to get fit you're going to be able to do Lots of things that right now you don't think you can do. And guess what? 400 people signed up to work with him. 400 in six weeks. He could not do any more one-on-one clients. He had to do group programs and online programs. He didn't have time to take 400 people on one-on-one. And his income went up from 1500 to 25000 50000 and $100,000 a month. A month. Um, that, that's, that's, that's fantastic. This young man made. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because, how did this happen? He became uh-huh. a thought leader in working with people with missing limbs. He understood the mentality that they had. He understood nobody was going after these folks. He understood these were good people who were hurting, who were emotionally hurting because the world was treating them like they were less than, not good enough. And he was telling him, nope, you're just as powerful, just as strong as anybody else. And that message just took and he became known for it, and they sought him out. That's, that's, that's a great, great story right there in terms of him really niching down and getting clear on who he's going to work with, what their problems are, how he's going to serve them, and really being able to speak their language. I think that's the thought leadership you are talking about. Now, one of the things that I heard you talk about before and I want our audience to know this, is if someone wanted to add an extra million to their sales in a, in, in, you know, 
three years, say, right? And grow their coaching consultancy practice to a million a year or more. What is some process or um, a methodology that you could share that will allow them to do that? Clearly, it probably starts with mindset, I should think. Absolutely. It's gotta, you've got to believe that you can win, right, Mac? If you don't yeah, yeah, believe yeah. you can win, that's not really going to work too well for you. And unfortunately, these days, a lot of people don't believe they can win. So what we really do is we help people believe they can win. And inside of our world, we have a community of people and there's people that have won and nothing makes you believe that you can win that when you're in a peer group full of people who've already won and you go, okay, if that guy can do it, that gal can do it, I can do it too. So that's, that's number one. Obviously what we talked about before, coming from a place of caring for people and letting people see that you care and, and showing that that's important. I think that's foundational to success. And then we talked about this as well. You've got to have a powerful message. You've got to have a dialed in message. You can't have a Mayo message, right? And then the, this is the other thing. So many people in industry, they undercharge. They don't own their value, brother. You know what I mean? So they just, they, they work way too hard for way right. too little money. Mm. And here's what happens, right? There's only two reasons they don't own their value. One is they don't really believe that they're any good. Or two is they believe they're good. They just don't think the market will pay. They, they're trying to price according to the market. But that's a mistake. That's a massive mistake. You should never price according to the market. You should only price according to the value of the a problem, the solution to the problem you're solving. So as an example, let's say you're a relationship coach and you work with men whose uh -huh. wives said sayonara. And let's say that you work with men who are entrepreneurs with $10 million companies. Well, here's what you're, what you're doing when you work with these men. When you help them save their relationship, you're saving them at least, at least $7 million. Right. You're saving them tons of emotional anguish. And then... Okay, you're, you're talking to a guy. He's all sold. He wants to work with you. So what do you charge? Well, I charge 50 bucks a session. <laughs> the guy's going to lose all trust in you, man. Doesn't add up, right? Cool. You're going to lose your mojo. They're going to go, oh, my God, who is this guy? He doesn't know what he's doing. He goes, like, come on, 50. Who charges 50 bucks for something like that? Yeah. Now, if, if that same dude walked up to the guy and said, no, 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 I charge 50 grand for my program, 50 grand. And that guy take him super seriously. Go, yeah. hey, I mean, this guy, he knows what he's doing, right? When you don't charge enough, you rob your client of the value of your solution. You also rob yourself of the ability to grow your business. So, you know, I had a client. He was a, um, he was a, a, a healing man. He did a, a okay. acupuncture and he had a clinic in New York, in Manhattan. And he had these A-list clients. Yeah, like Robert De Niro was a client of his, right? I mean, cool, cool stuff. And um, the amount he charged for his work was ridiculously low. And he was making 150000 which sounds like a lot, but in Manhattan, that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So he wanted to make a million. And I said, all right, okay. You got a good message. We're clear. You got good clients. They trust you. They don't charge enough. 20-fold your prices. Wow. 24-my prices? Okay. Are you crazy, Nikki? I can't 24-my prices. No one's ever going to pay. He hyperventilated. I literally hyperventilated. Calm down, buddy. It's all good. It's going to be okay. I said, look, these people need you to charge more so they get the value of the solution. Otherwise, they think they're buying cheap crap. He wouldn't 20-fold it, but he did seven-fold his prices. Mm. Brother, seven-folding his prices got him 20 
times the number of clients. Because he increased his price, not decreased his price, right? Correct. My good. He went from 150,000 to 1.2 million in four months. Right, right, four right. Months. Why? Yes. Because he owned this price, he owned his value. He didn't undervalue himself. And the market valued him properly because he was delivering a health solution to people with health issues. Mm. People worried about collapsing because they were under so much stress. He dealt with all of that. Wow. Beautiful. That takes you to a million dollars. If you can have your value be properly owned by you. You know what I'm trying to say about that? Yeah, yeah, I I hear you. Yeah, you know, got to leverage too you know mac leverage is important too leverage is super important so many people don't leverage their time so they go okay the only way i can work is as a one-on-one coach there's no other way and they undercharge them one-on-one that's no there's no leverage in that like honestly doing group programs is better than one-on-one for most people why because they don't just learn from you they learn from their peers Everybody else yeah so if you have a group program you help people more and you make more money because you can charge more than you would charge for one-on-one and you see people in a group. It's a beautiful thing. Fantastic. It's a wonderful and beautiful thing, right? And I'll tell you this, the final thing that people need to do is they need to invest in themselves. Robin Sharma, the author of the legendary book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, happens to be a friend of mine. He mm. also happens to have been a former client of mine. I used to be a high-level fitness coach. All right. And there was a point in time where you know i was doing decently as a fitness coach and but you know robin was kind of like coaching me while i made him you know push harder and all that jazz and <laughs> and, and and he said to me he said nikki so you know what's your goal how do you want to? i said i want to make a million dollars a year and he said okay great he said how much do you invest in yourself i go well, what do you mean he goes how much do you invest in yourself i go oh, I, I suppose i spent like fifteen hundred dollars last year on like you know going to some courses and co-. he said dude you need to tenfold that. What? What? Tenfold that? He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, I can't, I, I, that's a lot of money, man. I don't, you, you know, I can't, I can't put $10,000 into that. He said, listen, it's an investment. It's going to come back multiplied. And he said to me this very powerful thing. If you ever want to double your income in any given year, triple, triple your investment in personal and professional development. Mm. If you ever want to double your income in any given year, triple your investment in personal and professional development. So I listened to him and it worked. It worked for me. And I'll tell you something else. If you are in business, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you're a business owner, you must invest in your most important asset, which is you. Absolutely. You are the most important asset in your business. You got to hire the mentors. You got to hire the coaches. You got to go to the conferences. Uh-huh. You got to go do the courses. Yeah. You read the books. You know, you got to no. do it all. You got to do the yeah, the massages, the personal trainers. Yeah, you, you did it. I mean, coaches. you got to put money and time into that stuff. That's what's going to get you to that next level, bro. Nothing else will. And if you're yeah. sitting here thinking, I'm going to do nothing more. I'm going to, I'm not going to put out any more money. I'm going to do less, in fact, and expect to get more. That's not how the world works. It's not going to happen. You shrink within yourself. Your income will shrink with you. You expand without yourself. Your income will expand with you. You must hire the right mentors. But the right mentors aren't just anybody. you got to hire someone with a proven track record of success. Someone who's helped, you know, 
10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 people at 100,000, 500,000, a million, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, 38 and a half million, like we did for one of our clients, more to their income. You need to have someone who cares, someone who will lock arms with you and walk with you through the fire to make sure you win, someone who won't let you stay small, someone who will force you to have conversations with people so you help those people and you get business that way. That's the kind of mentor you need, someone on Excellent. fire for you. Excellent. You do all of that, brother, three years to a million dollars is 98 and three-quarter percent guaranteed. There you go. You heard it from Nicky Bellu himself. Man's on fire, full of energy, which is fantastic. And I will say this, make sure you are following the Business Success Club. Make sure you are subscribed to listen, to hear more from people like Nikki Bilu. Amazing content, amazing uh, expert, authority, thought leader in what he's doing. It's changing the lives of business owners and entrepreneurs all over. So, Nikki, let me ask you this that you mentioned something that all you got to do is this, this, this. And I get it. And I, I totally agree with you. You've got to invest in yourself. You've got to have the right mindset. You've got to find the right mentor. I agree with all of that. Fantastic. And if it's that, and, and I'm, this, is, this question is intentional. Why don't more people do that, do you think? Look, because it's simple, but it's definitely not easy. Right simple but it's definitely not easy right unfortunately there's a lot of people out there who are lonely man they're lonely they're that, that is the scourge of the modern world one of the books i wrote it's called the power of connecting how to activate profitable relationships by serving your network we delve deeply into studies in this book that talk okay. about how lonely people are around the world you know in japan there are fully 20 percent of the people that don't have one friend they ever see my goodness ever that ever is... and in north america that figure is climbing it's climbing in the uk why because of these things in a big way these yeah. darn things are preventing us from connecting in so many ways from having the real human experience human beings need to connect we were put here by god almighty to live to love to grow to contribute and to I learn agree. You cannot do that without people. You have to talk to people. You have to be around people. If you're by yourself, the chattering monkeys in your head will take you out. Absolutely. Take you out. But when you have people around you, on the days that you wake up and you're not feeling your best and you're saying stupid things to yourself, someone's going to come to you and say, Mac, how are you? That's you right. Go, oh, oh, it's Nikki. Hey, Nikki, I'm good, man. Even though maybe inside you weren't so good. And then... I'll go, that's fantastic. It's good to see you, man, man. Your, your smile's infectious, brother. Let's rock and roll. And we high five. You know, we do some fist bumps. We, we clasp hands. We give each other a hug. The energy transference to you. And you're like, okay, I'm feeling good right now. You know what I mean? And you could have started that morning not feeling so good. And then there'll be a day where I'm feeling crappy. And you'll see me. You go, Nikki, how are you? Oh, man, yeah, great. And the same process goes through. And the energy transference comes from you to me. And the, the reason people are not succeeding, man, is because they're not part of a the collective community. group, a team mm -hmm. that moves them forward, brother. And I tell you, that's the most, I'm so blessed that I'm part of communities and I run communities by myself, man. I, I go crazy. Yeah, I, I get it. I hear you on that. I myself all day long. <laughs> Listen, um, tell me something, Nikki, for those who want to connect with you, this has been great content. This has been great stuff. You've shared a lot of stuff. You've got great energy. It's infectious. 
those who want to connect with you, what's the best way to connect with you, to learn from you, to study from you, to, hey, just ask you a question, whatever. I got a website called eCircleAcademy.com. Um, there's tons of resources there, but there's something there called a book, a success call button. And you click on that button and you just say to me, I was listening to Matt's show and I want to have a conversation. Fill out a, a, a bit of an application form that goes with there. And then let's sit down, let's talk. That's the best way to connect is talk. Right. If you want to go on social media and do it that way, that's fine. That's a connection. But if you if you really want to have a connection, then let's go mano a mano or mano a womano and let's make that happen that way. And Mac, can I close off with one last story? Hey, go for it. It's yours, buddy. All right. So this story will bring it all home. So a few years ago, four, four and a bit years ago, four and almost three quarters years ago, actually, um, a woman came to us. She had been the country director for one of the world's leading personal development organizations, been around since the 60s, and she was Canada's country director. She brought on this dude to help her grow the business. And unfortunately, he was the wrong dude and it didn't work. And she just ended up leaving herself. So for 18 months, she's floundering. She's by herself, you know, trying to figure this out. And it's not working. You know what I mean? Everything she knew wasn't happening. She found out about us and saw that there's some people that she knew, including this fellow with the acupuncture clip. She knew this guy and she saw him grow and she said, oh, my God, you know, if he can do it, if I can do it. So she became a part of the community and it really, really helped her. In her first month, she did 10,000. In her second month, she did 12,000. In her third month, she did 18,000. In her fourth month, she did $62,200. It was a huge result. You know what I mean? It was a fantastic, like beautiful result. Yeah. So then um, she lives in Ottawa. And I live in Toronto, in Canada, a five-hour drive apart. My eldest boy was 12 at the time. He's 16 now. And um, he plays football, soccer, right? Okay. And, you know, um, back then he was just a kid playing, 12 years old. But... Right now, he's actually become quite good. He's, he's got a real shot at uh, a career at it and all that good stuff. Okay. And, um, we had a tournament in Ottawa. So I was driving my son, and I, I called her up, and I, uh, and I said, hey, you have a son my son's age. He's got a tournament in Ottawa. How'd you like to bring him over? Maybe, you know, you guys can watch a game or so, and we can all go have lunch together. And she said, that sounds great. So we did that, and, you know, um, the lunch – uh, was was lovely. The kids had a good time, and then we all, you know, we took off. We went back home, and they went to their house in Ottawa. So um, a few weeks later, we had one of our quarterly branded thought leader immersion workshops. These are our events where we help, you know, coaches and consultants really um, dial in their message, get clear on their ideal target market, get a, a, a ton of belief in themselves and a belief in in, in that it's possible for them to win. And, and, and we take them from, from, from a place where they're not feeling like they can really win to a place where they are feeling they can win and we show them how to win. So that's how, what this is. So um, there was a portion of this where there was a bunch of new people in the room, about eight new people, eight prospects. If you will. Right. And it was time for us to do our, our upsell, you know, our enrollment opportunity. As it were. Okay. Yeah. And the way I do the upsells is um, I actually bring in our, our people. And I asked them to talk about their experience rather than me saying, Hey, you guys should 
come and do this. And if they're there live, they do it live. If not, we have some pre-recorded segments and we show those and it's great. And um, I asked if anybody wanted to share and boom, she jumped on stage before I could even call. Wow. Maybe I'm like, all right, cool. It's great. I knew she, you know, I had a lot of success to share. And um, she, all of a sudden she, she, she puts her hands on her hips and she looks around and then she proceeds to fall cry oh my god oh wow and like any red-blooded man faced with a crying woman <laughs> i proceeded to panic <laughs> i went like why is she crying inside my head uh-huh. what's, going on? what's wrong what did i do but outside cool as a cucumber very placid exterior and i just you know just stood there and she turns around to me and she goes nikki you didn't know this but when you and your little son came to visit with me and my little son in ottawa my little son asked me, mommy, mommy, you know, like little boys do all excited, right? Who are we going to go meet, right? And um, she just looked at him and goes, oh, we're going to go meet Nikki Baloo and his son. And she said, all of a sudden, my son became very quiet, very somber. And, you know, the smile went away from his face. And he looked at me all serious. And he said, oh, are we going to go meet the man who saved our family? Wow. Wow. And then she looks at me and she goes, you didn't know this, but when I met you, the bank was about to foreclose on our home. We hadn't paid the mortgage in months. My husband and I were fighting and it looked like we were going to break up. Wow. And I started to cry when she said all that. Like, you know, I don't cry, Mac. I'm a big... But that would touch anybody. That would touch anybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. That would touch anybody. I hey, listen. Here, I cried. That's amazing. That's a great story, Let right me finish there. the thought here. Let me finish the yeah, thought. Yeah, go for it, my friend. Um, she, uh, she, um, so she and I hugged. Now, at that point, um, uh, normally we hand out the registration forms to people to sign up for the right. program, right? Um, and we handed them out and normally uh, some people sign up, some people kind of like hem and haw and they need some persuasion. They need me to sit down and talk to them. So nobody needed persuasion today. They signed them up. They grabbed the papers. They all signed up all of them immediately. And this is a high ticket program. This is not, you know, what I mean, a thousand bucks, you know what I'm saying? It's a high ticket program. And there were two dudes who had told me beforehand Look, Nikki, 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 this one guy is special. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Look, I know you're going to have an upsell. I know. I know. Listen, listen I've, I've, I've been around the block. And I, I know what happens at these. I know you're going to have an upsell. I just want you to know. I don't want you to be disappointed. I'm not going to buy your upsell. I just want you to understand. I'm <laughs> not going to buy times. your upsell. You understand? I've heard yeah. that many times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. No problem. No problem. Um, He was the first dude to grab the paper and sign it. Uh-huh. First dude. Of the group. That's one. And then he walks up to me, he looks at me, and he goes, You son of a bitch. He <laughs> <told me. laughs> and then he said, He said, um, I wasn't going to buy this upsell. He said, But I guess you're not full of crap. <laughs> ah, okay. There you go. And then he said, And then he said, And I do need some help. And um, he gave me a hug and he signed up. And Here's what I learned from that, brother. First of all, you never know what someone's dealing with. You mm. never know. They may not feel comfortable enough to tell you 
the horrible hell that they're dealing with. Right. And right, you right. never know what your level of caring, your ability to provide community, your ability to lock arms with somebody and get them past their fear can mean to them and their life. This literally changed their family's life. Right? Like they said uh, it. You did, you did. Absolutely. You just I mean, don't know. And you've got to show up for everybody. Whether they're going to buy from you or not buy from you doesn't matter. What matters is you show up as a son of God, a daughter of God, and you give that person everything in your heart. I pray for God that I am worthy. I am worthy of his charge to be of service to another person. And that's all I ask for every single day. Wow. There you go. You, you, got, you are doing great work out there, Nikki. You're helping people. You're changing lives. You're changing families. You're doing your mission work. Fantastic. You know, check out Nikki. Remember what he said, www.ecircleacademy.com. Check him out. Make an appointment. Go and speak to him. Ask him a question. Get to talking with these, as he said, communities and speaking. Don't be lonely. If you've got a question, don't stay, don't stay in denial. Speak. And let's see what happens. I want to say, Nikki, thank you very much for jumping on the Business Success Show to share your knowledge, your expertise, your authority with us because you don't know whose life you've changed just by you being you. So I want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you again until we speak again. All right? God bless you, my friend.